This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, we got a shit ton of new pop figures to talk about. Uh, some uh, more uh, San Diego Comic-Con figures. Are they San Diego Comic-Con? Yes, they are. Okay. So yeah, we Where have some... have you been, Caleb? You know what? Forget you. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got some new San Diego Comic-Con figures we are going to talk about. We got a couple odds and ends ones, too. So just random-ass ones. Uh, no Blu-rays this week. Uh, so we will then we will move on to our single this week's sneak peeks for Halloween Kills. Mall Gideon side. <laughs> and then for our main event of the evening, we will be breaking down My Spy. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know what else to say after that. <laughs> Shit, you're just going to leave me hanging like that? Yeah, Jeez. I am. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I say let's get into it. Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right. First up in Adventures in Hunting with Pop Figures, we are first going to talk about the infamous Iron Man. But more so Doc- oh, I, Doctor Strange. It looks more so like Doctor Doom. He straight up looks like Doctor Doom. It's... Almost ridiculous how much he looks like Dr. Doom. Seriously, though. Like, he has a green hood and everything. (laughs) Like, yeah. Exact eyes, green hood, like you said. Yeah. This is legit Dr. Doom. Yeah. This is Iron Man trying to pretend he's Dr. Doom. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Dude, I honestly thought this, like, that this was a spoiler for the game. Oh, that'd be kind of cool that if Iron Man became Doctor Doom. That would actually be pretty cool. No, I thought that was the design for Doctor Doom. Oh. I could actually get behind that. Right? That's, for... that's not bad. Yeah, with ha- like the realistic... T- not really realistic, but with the, the design choices that they're making with the video game. Yeah. That would fit in perfectly for Doctor Doom. It really would, and anything beats Fan 4 Sticks Doctor Doom. Yeah, and it would like it would make sense too because, I mean, Doctor Doom has like the repul like he doesn't have repulsors on his hands, but it's just 
you could see how Doctor Doom would take that inspiration from Iron Man. That's true. That's very- so, I mean, it's a cool figure, but I would get that if it was Doctor Doom. <laughs> the I feel the glow's pretty cool. The glow's pretty cool. So the eyes glow up, the repulsors uh, on the hands glow, and then it has like three little dots on the chest plate. Uh, so the arc reactor and then like two uh, upper chest pieces. I would assume the things that right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Shit. Um. So yeah, we got that one. Uh, we also have the absolute carnage on headstone. Uh, figure and this one's pretty killer. <laughs> That's terrifying. That is beyond terrifying. Oh uh, shit! Have you read the headstones? Oh my gosh. So we got Rogers, Logan, Brock, and then Parker. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so awesome. Dude, it has the pictures of their heads too. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's Carnage, or Absolute Carnage, standing on, it looks like bloody skulls, and then he has four headstones. And it said, like he said, Rogers, Logan, Brock, and Parker. And it has, like, a little... It has, like, the pop faces on them. Yeah. Like, of the people that it's supposed to be. Like, Parker has, like, a Spider-Man thing above his head. Brock has, like, the Venom. Logan, it looks like he has the Wolverine. And then Rogers, Captain America. I... I really want this pop just for that reason alone. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. such an awesome addition. They put a lot of detail in this. They did. That is so cool. I'm curious how this tr- looks in person, though. Yeah, I'm too. Because this is one that I feel very strongly you need to ha- see it in person to get a good one. That That is true. Is, okay, it is a PX exclusive. Because of course it is. That's killer. That is very much killer. Yeah, so moving on, uh, we got the, I think this is a uh, Comic-Con one, uh, Wallace Wells from Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, uh, and he's on his phone. And I freaking love Wallace. <laughs> uh, he is Scott Pilgrim's roommate, and he is fantastic. Not a figure I'm going to pick up, sadly, but... No, I wouldn't either. But he's the one where, uh, when Scott dives through the window, right? Isn't he, like, the one that's covering it up? Yep. Okay, alright, yeah. I, I love that scene. It's so funny. <laughs> Dude, I want to watch that movie again. I do, too. Is it... Well, wait, I bought it. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think it's still on Netflix, though. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Freaking great. Um, Next, we got our... I'm assuming this is our first figure from Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, this is Iron Bob. Yeah, so good. I still haven't seen this movie, so... What? I Did know. you watch Strikes Back? No, I haven't watched it. Either. Rose! I know, I'm sorry. You're missing out. I know, I need to. I know, I need to. Yeah, you have to watch Strikes Back first, though. You have to. Okay. Otherwise, there are so many jokes that are going to go over your head. Okay. Well, I feel... Isn't... I forget when Jay and Silent Bob are actually introduced. It isn't in... Clerks. It's in Clerks? Okay. Yeah. 
Have you watched Clerks? I've not watched Clerks. Okay. I. Where is Clerks? I don't think it's anywhere streaming. I think you have to buy it. Dumb. But I might. <laughs> Caleb pay for a movie? What? Hey, I paid for. What's the last movie I paid for? Um, the last movie I paid to watch was Big Trouble in Little China. Did you rent it or buy it? I rented it. Okay, I'm talking about buying here. Okay, buying, it's been a lot longer. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, uh, so next up in the San Diego Comic-Con collection, we have Harry Potter at the World Cup. And he's clapping. Yeah, kind of a basic figure. It is, but with the um, wasn't that wasn't that three pack released last year for Comic Con with, uh, the, uh, with the Weasleys? With the Weasleys, so, yeah. So it works. It will fit perfectly with them. Now all you need is Ron and Mister Weasley and um, Molly. Oh yeah, no, Molly came with uh, George and Fred in that three pack. That was Ginny. Oh, that was oh yeah, that was. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know my Weasleys. My bad. I haven't, I haven't seen Harry Potter in forever. Dude, there's a slack. shit ton of Weasleys. <laughs> so I don't blame you. Who's the oldest bit. again? I forgot. I don't know. The one that got clawed in the face by the oh, werewolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Played by, um. oh, shit, uh, General Hux. Oh, Domino Gleason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still can't believe he played him. That that blew my freaking mind. Yeah, I think it's him. And then Fred and Percy. George. Oh, per- oh, yeah. I forgot about Percy. Then Fred and George, then Ron, then Ginny. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm missing one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Oh, Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Bill, Percy, Fred, George, Ron, Ginny. I swear I'm missing one. <laughs> <sighs> so Mr. Any- Weasley needs to keep it in his pants. That's yeah, what he no needs shit, to do. dude. <laughs> Dude, either he was just, he was trying hard for a girl. That's that's what it comes down to. He was trying real hard for a girl. Uh, anyway, uh, kind of a basic figure. Not a super big fan of it. Um, but one I am a huge fan of is Nightcrawler. And I feel this is the only one that Caleb might actually pick up. Uh, I'm definitely going to pick this up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so cool. So it's Nightcrawler, and he's, like, mid-teleport. Like, part of the stand is him in smoke, and it is so cool. Like, all the tiny little designs on his face, uh, yellow eyes. It's perfect. Yeah, they have a picture of it in Out of Box, and the, uh, it's the, the harshness of the blue is re- like it doesn't contrast well with his hair. Ooh, uh-oh. But it's still one I'm going to get regardless cuz I freaking love Nightcrawler. Which store is this one going to? Uh, good question. <laughs> Where is that picture? It's in the Oh, thank you. Uh, here it is. Not that one. Here, where he's hot topic. Hell yeah! So you can actually go inside and compare paint jobs. There you go. Hell yeah, man. Freaking love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. 
summoning my inner gangster, I guess. No, I think it's you trying to be hip with the kids today, and yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> uh, so next up in the X-Men line, we have not Deadpool. <laughs> That's what he's going to be known as. Yeah, it is the... I hope no one buys this figure. <laughs> I hope so, too. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, this is Wade Wilson, Weapon X, from X-Men Origins Wolverine. That garbage that was supposed to be Deadpool. I never even noticed that Staples were holding up one of his eyes. That kind of looks cool. It's giving me Chucky vibes, but not in a good way. Yeah, but not in a good way. (laughs) Not even kind of in a good way. (laughs) I don't remember his face being that jacked up. I've only seen that movie once, so... I watch it for Hugh Jackman, because I really liked Hugh Jackman. Fair. Okay, that's fair. I also really liked Lieb Schreiber in it. He played Sabretooth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was pretty... Yeah, yeah, I actually really liked him. Yeah, I think they did really good casting with those two. It was everything else that fell apart. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, So... Nothing else to say about that. It is a garbage character. Don't buy it. Let it be a uh, shelf warmer. And that's please all. turn this into the next ge- or General Snoke. There or Supreme, Supreme Leader, Leader Snoke. Snoke. General Snoke. Yeah. What the hell am I talking about? Like I could still find one of those. Oh, I still can too. Yeah. So, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we got a ten-inch. Marvel Zombie The Thing. And this is freaking killer, dude. It's so killer, but I hate it's 10 inches. Yeah. If it was, I wish it was regular size. So I, cause, uh, I think they have one that's going to be that's regular size with they, The Thing. They do? I think so. With Yay. their their Marvel Zombie line. Okay, if that's true, hallelujah. Yeah, if not, sucks to be you. <laughs> it does suck to be me. Yeah. Um, okay, I, we weren't going to talk about it just because the they the figure pit images haven't come out yet. But I sent this to you yesterday, oh. I think, and it's the Dumb and Dumber line. Yeah, they're releasing what, like ten pops? They're releasing a lot. Suck me sideways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, I feel so bad. <laughs> I. I was looking through the list, and I was just—I was looking for Marvel ones to make sure that they weren't releasing any new Hulks. And when I was scrolling down, I saw Dumb and Dumber. And I was just like, "Oh shit, Rose is screwed." I really am. I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, especially I have to have them both in their tuxes. No, those are chases. Wait, what? Why are they chases? No. Because I'm sure, like, the common is going to be them in just, like, their regular clothes, and then those are going to be... Son of a bitch! Wait, why does it... Harry in Tux... It says W Chase... Oh, like, with Chase? Oh, with Chase. Oh. Is Chase a character? No, like, uh, they're going to make a Chase of that that pop. Uh, okay. So the only thing that I can think of for them doing a chase with, and this is really lazy, is the common is them without the top hat, and then the chase is them with the top hat. That's probably what it's going to end up. That's being. all I can think of. That or the cane. 
Yeah, that's true. There we go. Maybe both. Let's go with both. But that's literally the only thing that you can do for a chase with those. Yeah, but how do you feel about you're getting two pop rides? What? Yeah, you're getting Lloyd on the bicycle, and you're getting Harry with the Mutt's Cuts van. Okay, I can deal with Lo- without the Lloyd with bicycle. I have to have Harry with the Mutt's Cut van. <laughs> you gotta be freaking kidding me. Yeah, doesn't that blow? Oh, this sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, since we were not talking about that, <laughs> Caleb just had to break my soul even more. Just a little bit. Um, the last Marvel, or not the last Marvel, the uh, second to last Marvel figure that we're going to get is Dark Captain Marvel. And this one's super dope. It's pretty cool. Am yeah. I going to get it? No. No. I, okay, I would probably get this if it glowed in the dark. Fair. But it doesn't. Yeah, that's pretty gay. But yeah. what can you do? Yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, okay, then the then lastly the last I or the blah, 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 the last Marvel figure we're gonna get is the Iron Man appearance of Stan Lee as where he played Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, because of course, cause yep, Stan Lee's a freaking baller, right? so perfect this one's super good it really is it's practically perfect in every way yeah i i don't know i I want it i do too because i think i only have two stanley pops and so yeah i probably will get this one lucky i only have freaking one which one do you have i have the uh the general so I, have, so I have that one as well, and then I have the one of him as a security guard. And honestly, one, one of the... Yeah, I know. Right? Man, I am so fired. <laughs> uh, uh, which, if you cameos. go back to our Stan Lee cameo showdown, I think that was the winner. I think it was. Yeah. Rightfully deserved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that one's really cool. Uh, this one's not... So the next one we're going to talk about is not a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. So I think we're done with those, right? Isn't that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next one's the Pop in a Box exclusive, and it's Chip Blowing Bubbles from Beauty and the Beast. This is just perfect. I love it. Yeah, they did a really good job with this one. They did a really good job they with really this one. Did. Yeah, I literally have nothing else to say just because it's perfect. Like, if you love Beauty and the Beast, pick up this pop. It's it's fantastic. Um, All the other chips have been, like, really tiny. And yeah, they've, yeah, they've come, come with, with Mrs. Potts. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is the first full-size chip pop we've ever gotten, so. Yeah. But super cool. Very cool. Um, And then lastly, we got uh, Office, or The Office, shirts coming our way. Um. If Rose can in, find them. I think it's in the other one. Oh. So, mobile uh, uploads? Yeah. Same yeah, thing. so we're getting four shirts with... Um, wow, I'm blind. Yeah, we're getting four shirts with a pocket pop. And so the first one we're getting is Michael with a That's What She Said shirt. Because, of course. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we are getting a Dwight Schrute shirt, and this one's pretty cool. That I mean, I appreciate that it says Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, established 1949. Yeah, I really like those style shirts where it's like university shirts. Yeah, I do too. Like, I, I really dig that. Like, I have a an X-Men shirt like that, and I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I can't fit into it because my wife ordered a medium because she wanted to steal that shirt from me. But <laughs> I love that shirt. Oh. Uh, next up, we got Jim. Um, and this one just says Jim on it. It has a pen, some paper clips, thumbtack. And has a sticky note that says Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. And they miss a huge um, opportunity here because uh, the gym on the shirt is just regular casual gym. It should have been Jim dressed as Dwight considering that Funko has already done this kind of pop already. So I don't know why they didn't. But whatever. And uh, Caleb and I were talking about this earlier. It's kind of creepy that... Uh, so, Michael and Dwight do not have any smile on them whatsoever, uh, on the shirt or the pop, but when it comes to Jim, and the next one we'll be talking about, uh, the pop does not have a smile, but the, um, the shirt, uh, the character on the shirt does, and it's a little creepy. Yeah, they gave the figure, that's what they did with the freaking Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, they did. Like, they, the figure itself didn't have a mouth, but the... Uh, the shirt had freaking lips on it. Yeah, I remember And they that. did the same thing with uh, Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I remember that. That was stupid. That was very, very, very stupid. Uh, so after Jim, we got a, a Pam. Um, she's just standing in her, I don't know, classic Pam pose? Her folding her hands? I guess. I uh, know. and then behind her is the Dunder Mifflin, uh, logo. And same thing with Jim. She's doing a smile, and it doesn't work for Funko Pops. Yeah, the only thing that sells this a little bit better than Jim is that this one looks a little bit cartoony. More cartoony. Okay, yeah, that's true. Like, the one for Jim looks like they're just... They took a drawing of the pop figure and then gave it the mouth. With Pam, it looks like someone did like a little artist's rendition of the figure. Yeah, that's a good point. If that makes sense. No, no, that no, I completely agree. It's a very good point. But yeah, it's uh, it's okay. <laughs> it works. Will I yeah. pick it up now? Yeah, neither will I. <laughs> All right. So that covers everything that we got in. Pop figures, uh, moving on, we are going to be talking about the Halloween Kills teaser? Yep, it's a teaser. Yeah, so the Halloween Kills teaser that came out this week. Yes. So, can I take it over? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, there's a little story uh, with this. So, what was it, Wednesday? Um, I forget what time it was posted, but uh, John Carpenter posted on his uh, Instagram... Uh, a note saying, you know, I actually want to read this. If that, uh, find it really quickly. Sorry, guys. I just got to go on my Instagram really quickly. Find John Carpenter. Where the hell are John Carpenter? There you are. Okay, so he said, um, we write, we write this to you heartbroken over the fact that the delay of our film is even a discussion. 
But if there's one thing that a career in the film industry has prepared us for, it is the unexpected over the past, it is the unexpected. Over the past few weeks, our film family has looked at the forecast of theatrical exhibition with obvious concern. We have discussed and struggled with how best to present Halloween kills to the loyal fans around the world as well as the new audiences we hope to invite to this experience. It was a wild and vibrant production. We lined up a cast of legacy characters like Lori and Tommy, Lindsay, Lonnie, uh, Marion, Brackett, and The Shape. Then alongside some new faces, we aggressively made the second chapter of our Halloween trilogy. It unfolded into an experience that was a creative playground, and we feel confident that our misfit, ple- our misfit pleasures will be seen as an unexpected entry into this franchise. If we release in October of this year as planned, we have to face the reality that the film would be consumed in a compromised theatrical experience. After weighing our options, we have chosen to push the film's theatrical lease release by one year. On top of our traditional release, Universal has agreed to an IMAX presentation of the film in October 2021. We are sound mixing with one of the greatest design teams that can slash, scream, and creep their way under your skin. We're going to have time to complete the film with the quality that fans deserve, and preparation on Halloween ends has begun as well. It is an honor to be working with these characters and spending time in Haddonfield. We look forward to sharing our next chapters with you, David Gordon Green and John Carpenter. Hell yeah. So we're seeing it in IMAX. I hope you're okay with that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to see Michael on the biggest screen possible. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, so after that news was dropped, he uh, John Carpenter released a teaser, a 30-second teaser, to uh, kind of hold us fans over. Uh, until we get uh, the first original trailer, original trailer, first official trailer, um, which I'm thinking may, or I don't know, do you think we'll probably get another teaser in like October? Like probably like on Halloween? So it's not coming out until next year? Yeah, not not until next Halloween. Yeah, I, I don't know. They gotta give us something on Halloween. I think they'll give us something on Halloween. Okay. But I have a feeling we're not going to see a full-length trailer until mid-next year. Yeah, true. So, like, this is coming out in October. So, when did the... Well, so... That wouldn't count. So, I would say we'd, we'd probably get the first trailer in, like... May or June. Yeah, because that's when uh, the first trailer for Halloween 2018. Yeah. That's so far away. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when did the first trailer for Black Widow came out? come out? Because that's coming out in November. But it wasn't originally. <laughs> it should have been out by now. That's a good point. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's my, that's my estimate. Yeah, okay. For the first trailer. Alright, so let's actually talk about the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um... The, the, sorry. Uh, so the trailer literally uh, picks up right after Halloween 2018 ends. So if you guys have not seen 2018, um, maybe skip over a little bit. Like, how long would you say? Uh, or I don't know. I like, don't think you have to skip it. Okay, true. Because with horror, it's about how we got there. That okay? It's, good it's point. It's not. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. Alright, so anyway, we get shots of uh, Haddonfield after Halloween night, and then uh, we get a shot of Lori's house burning in flames, and then it cuts to Lori, uh, her granddaughter uh, Allison, and then her daughter, um, 
Karen uh, in the back of a uh, man's truck that picked them up after Halloween 2018. And they see uh, fire fi- uh, fire trucks and ambulance. I don't know. Were there any ambulances? or was It was a full emergency crew, so I'm assuming it was... Uh... An ambulance as well. Okay, so as they're um, so as they're like flying by, heading to Lori's house, you hear Lori screaming, "No, let it burn, let it burn!" And then it cuts, and then you see Michael. Uh, you see a shot of Michael, and he turns his head, and you can see a little bit of the damage to the mask. And then it says the uh, the new release date. There should have been a little bit more damage to the mask. <laughs> well, it is in the shadow, so I'm sure there is. Like honestly, like someone brighten, okay. someone did brighten up the image actually, and you can, there is actually a lot of damage to the mask. Okay, so it still works. And uh, I was talking to Caleb about this when uh, Lori's saying "let it burn." A lot of people were uh, people were saying like, "Oh, she's talking about Michael. Let him burn." But at the same time, I brought this up to Caleb. She never refers to Michael as it. She refers to him as him. So we're thinking that she's talking She's talking about the actual house. Like, she wants literally it to be, like, literally burned to soot. Like, she wants Michael to be burned alive inside that house. So she don't want them putting out any fire. None. None whatsoever. How killer of an opening would that be, though? Like, what? okay, like, think about this. If the fire truck goes over there, puts out the fire... Goes into the house because they ha- I, they have to go in and check and make sure no one's in there. Yeah, they see a body down in the basement. They go and break it open, break everything open to like get to the body, and then once they get down there, like they take like a rope or something and then like lower someone down, and. Like, they put out, like, what remaining fire is there, and then, like, as he's putting out the last little bit of fire, you see Michael stand up behind him. Okay, so you're saying... Halloween kills. (laughs) So you're saying, uh, at that point, the whole fire would already be out. Yeah. So, the problem with that is they have, when they, uh, did, uh, like, kind of like a behind-the-scenes teaser for Halloween kills back in October, they showed a shot of Michael standing on the porch... With the house still engulfed in flames. How the fuck did he get out of the basement? He's Michael Myers. That's bullshit. That's not a <laughs> that's not a logical excuse, Rose. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I can't wait to find out. I'm that very... is bullshit. <laughs> but he, I forget what he's holding. It looks like um, you know, like those things that you use to poke like a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like he's holding one of those. But <laughs> I don't know how that helped him escape. I guess he could have used that to break down a door. Where did he even get it? I don't. I don't know. But you got to remember, like at the end of Halloween, uh, at the end of Halloween 2018. Remember, like the final shot they showed the basement with the stairs. He's not there anymore. How the ever living f did he get out? I don't. I, I I don't know. The only excuse I have right now, he's Michael Myers. He's the shape. That is a stupid <laughs> reasoning. <laughs> I mean, we won't find out now until 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my way was way better. <laughs> no, I actually really like that way. That's a, that's actually a really cool idea for an opening for Halloween Kills. I like that a lot. Or just a horror movie in general. There we, there we go. 
Maybe that's that's how uh, Jason comes back. There you go. Dude, you could totally do that. Like, uh, like one of the cabins burns, and then there, there you go. Oh, that'd be sick, right? Ideas, right? <laughs> There's our Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Hell yeah! So, excitement level. Do you even have to ask that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't had very many sneak peeks to do, so yeah. okay, okay, yeah. It's it's a ten. If I could rank it any higher, I would. Yeah, I'm out of ten. <laughs> you better I, be. Dude, I freaking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so pumped. I know. Even I'm though I think it's so it's so stupid if they're just like he just Michael Myers his way out into the front porch. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be writing a mean old letter to uh, John Carpenter and David Gordon Green <laughs> after this movie ends. <laughs> be like, what kind of horse shit was that? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, let's throw you in a burning basement, see if you can just John Carpenter your way out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that concludes everything that we got in Adventures in Hunting this week's sneak peeks. So, let's move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event. Let's play game. Alright, for this week's main event of the evening, we will be breaking down My Spy. But first, we got some responses from our bros. Uh, So I posted the morning that we recorded this. (laughs) You struggled with that sentence. Yeah, um... Yeah, I sent out a question of the week this morning uh, asking uh, what is the most intriguing aspect of being a spy? And we got a few responses. So, starting off on Instagram, uh, at Pancake4Table, our good friend Shy over at Friday Night Movies, uh, he said the James Bond style gadgets. I haven't seen a lot of James Bond movies, so I don't know all of his gadgets. Well, it's not like he has a, a, a specific set of gadgets. Okay. It's just spy gadgets. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Like, did you you ever watch a Get Smart? Yes. Yeah. Oh, like those okay. gadgets or... I gotcha. I gotcha. An inspector gadget. <laughs> I mean, he's more of a detective. I was going to say, so shit comes out of my fingers? <laughs> yeah, just James, Spon- James Bond-style gadgets. My index finger can blow up a latex balloon. That's what I want. Wait, what? Yeah, you remember, like, one of his fingers was, it, it had a balloon attached. And it was I like, don't remember that. I think it did, didn't it? It's been so long since I've seen <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Have you actually ever tried to go back and watch it? Um, not recently. It's bad. <laughs> Is it on Disney Plus? Uh, I don't remember where I tried to watch it. Um, but I did try to watch the first one. It was rough. The second, I, like, I, I watched it for maybe like ten minutes, and I'm just like, can't do it. Damn. Oh shit. 
Yeah, I didn't even get to the Inspector Gadget part. Oh, come on, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, it, both of them are on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't even make it ten minutes, dude. Damn, the acting is so bad. I don't even think I saw the second one. I, oh wait, I did, and it was garbage. <laughs> What year did that come out? Because I, I saw it the year it came out. The sequel or the first one? The sequel. The sequel came out in 2003. The se- yeah, so really? I was... 1999? Damn. I thought it was like the early 2000s. Yeah, I did too. Okay, 2003. I was seven years old, and yeah. I remember not liking it at all. <laughs> uh, were you a fan of the actual like original show? I never watched the original show. Really? Yeah. It's pretty good. My first introduction to Inspector Gadget was the right. 1999 movie. Okay. And I really liked that movie. Back then? But I was also, like, five when I first <laughs> saw it. I mean, I wasn't five in 1999. In 1999, I think I was, like, three. Yeah, you would have been three. Yeah. So I yeah I didn't end up watching it till later so about two thousand one if I'm doing my math correctly okay okay and I remember enjoying it then in two thousand five or what was two thousand three yeah two thousand three yeah and then in two thousand three I remember watching the first one again and kind of liking it but I think I had nostalgia goggles on. And then when the second one came out, I'm like, this is garbage. (laughs) Hey, so maybe it will be the complete opposite this time. You'll hate the first one, but like the second one. I highly doubt that. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Where are the shot? Uh, Okay, next up, uh, we got a response from Laura Beth at the 20 Fun Podcast. At 20 Fun Pod. Uh, She said, all of the gadgets. It's fair. I would totally want anything that gives me a laser. Dude, right? Like, laser pen? Laser gun? No, I'm more so laser pen. Yeah, I mean, I practically shit myself over, like, laser pointer pens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I was joking, but... <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, like, I saw on Amazon, like, they have one of those laser pointers, and it, like, doubles as a pen, and I'm just like, I need it! <laughs> And it was at that moment, shit flew out of Caleb's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to argue. Gadgets are freaking cool. They really are. <gasps> Grappling hook. Yes. That's what I want. Yep. Dude, that'd be so cool. It's my number one. Yep. Yeah, number one. Forget laser. Grappling hook. Dude, okay. My number one freaking gadget that I, I've seen in any spy movie that I want so bad is the damn multi-tool that Steve Carell uses in Get Smart. Oh, yeah! Yeah, like that little like Swiss Army knife that ends up being like a little tiny crossbow. That is freaking dope, and I <laughs> want one. Fair, fair. Like, he has like a little... Uh, Poison darts. He has like the freaking crossbow shit. Like a flamethrower. <laughs> I cannot tell you how bad I wanted one of those. 
<laughs> like, I know it was used for comedic purposes, but I wanted one so bad. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in years. I need to give it another watch. It holds up. It does. I agree. I think I remember seeing that movie in the theaters with my grandma when it first came out. That's a good one. That's right? Good... Yeah. And then they had like the classic uh spy gadgets like the cell phone and the shoe. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of something with the shoe. But yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was like a, a shoe phone. And this was like before like they introduced this way before cell phones. So the thought of a shoe in your phone was just like mind blowing. Like Does you now, mean a phone in your shoe, a phone in your whatever, a shoe in your phone, a shoe in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cooler. <laughs> no, but a phone in your shoe. I feel like that was that was like the one gadget that I feel didn't hit me personally as hard as other people because i remember my grandpa talking about that because he really likes spy movies and he was saying like oh the frick the shoe phone was like insane and like just talking about how cool it is and then when i saw it i'm all i thought was like so a cell phone (laughs) that's what it is the way the way i look at it what detracts from the shoe phone is Say you step in shit, and then right after you get a call, you're just like, Holy I'm not shit. answering that. Dude, could you imagine? I I can imagine that freaking scene. <laughs> right? Like, he steps in shit, and then he, like, has to answer the phone, and so he, like, pulls, like, the little communicator off, and then he, like, holds it up to his face, and he's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> And just gagging while he's talking. That'd be freaking hilarious. I can see him like, holy is though. It was like, hello? Hello? <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. That would be a freaking an amazing scene. <laughs> I know it's poop humor, but it, it's still funny. God, especially if you get someone that's good at gagging. <laughs> Adam Devine would do really well with that. Yeah, that's true. What about Seth Rogen? No. Really? I see him taking it too far. Alright, fair. Or maybe not... Either taking it too far or not doing enough with it. What about James Franco? I don't see James Franco doing it. That's all I got. I could see Simon Pegg doing a really good job. Ooh, okay, good choice. Something green. Seth Green? Not Seth Green. Seth, uh, Seth Green would do a good job, yeah. too. Shit, I forget his name. He, the, the villain in Doolittle. Oh, I forgot his name. Speaking of Doolittle, I bought it. Bad choices, Rose. Well, okay. Bad choices. Walmart, okay, I don't know if Walmart had like a mishap or something, but they had the 4K version, the Blu-ray version, and the DVD version all priced for 10 bucks each. I'm sorry, I'm not going to turn down a 4K for 10 bucks. Fair. Okay, I'll give you a pass on that one. Yes. Um, geez, we're getting all types of distracted with these answers. Sorry. Uh, our other good friend, Sammy, at Flamingal5. Uh, you guys would remember her from our breakdown of Fifty Shades of Grey with Tom. With her and Tom. 
Uh, she said having the brains. That's something Caleb and I don't have. So Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We're not bright people. <laughs> no, we're not. Like, it's it's amazing that we even get done what we get done. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised we remember to film or record this shit on Thursdays. Yeah. Like, we're we're like freaking puppies. Like, if you jack up our schedule, like, we just forget everything. Like, what threw me off is because we had to record uh, last week's episode, Scoob, on Tuesday. And that threw off my entire freaking week. <laughs> yeah, dude, same. Because I think uh, Thursday after I got off work, I came home and took a nap. And so I think I, uh, what, I, th- I can't remember what time I woke up. I went like 7.30. I went phone. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, we recorded Tuesday. <laughs> dude, I did the exact same thing. I came home and I was working on the computer. And I was getting ready for bed like Thursday night got in bed and i was just like we forgot to record <laughs> and then brielle was just like you get, you guys recorded on tuesday and i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay just know i would have at least texted you be like yo we uh recording or what <laughs> yeah but it dude, it's like threw me off yeah no like, i get you it's so like we're, we're simple-minded we're freaking cavemen yeah, we really are. <laughs> uh, moving over to Twitter, we got a response from the Untrained Eye podcast, at Untrained Eye Pod. Uh, he said, the gadget, son. I'd go to 10 years of spy school just to get my hands on a fully automatic umbrella and a pair of grenade cufflinks. Yes. The umbrella thing, Yes. Okay, the umbrella is cool. I could not... My... Okay, what 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 am I thinking of? Yeah, where my, are you going my, here? My, my maturity level <laughs> <laughs> is so low. <laughs> now, can I be professional? Of course I can. Most people can. Can I do it for very long? Absolutely not. <laughs> if someone handed me a fully automatic umbrella, I would not be able to resist starting to laugh like the penguin. You know what? I can't fault you for that. <laughs> I really can't. Like, I would start dressing up in tuxedos. I would be top wearing hat. a top hat, a monocle, the whole <laughs> shebang. I'd even laugh like... Rah, <laughs> that, was a, that was borderline Wario. Yeah, that really was. The whole, um, what is smoking? Like that really long Cruella de Vil looking pipe thing? Yeah. Or cigarette thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to. Like, yeah, you really would. Like, I, they could be like, hand, they could hand me the umbrella be, and say, be as inconspicuous as possible, and I would go full penguin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, done. <laughs> and don't even get me started on grenade cufflinks. I would not use those responsibly either. I'd be the worst spy, dude. They'd give me cool gadgets and I would abuse it immediately. Yeah, I feel we both would be awful. Yeah, like, I I don't even think I could be trust. Like, let's just set aside fully automatic umbrella and grenade cufflinks. 
I don't even think they could hand me, like, a little shock pen. Because I'd be like, well, how much does it shock you? (laughs) (laughs) And then I would shock myself and probably piss my pants. (laughs) And then just be like, well, that was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I cannot even begin to explain how immature I would be with that shit. Even if I did go through the 10 years of spy school. Like, my immaturity knows no bounds. <laughs> can I hide it for decent amounts of time? Yes, of course I can. You can I hide it forever? Really. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't either. You just have to try really hard, right? I don't even know if I could try that long. Well, no, I mean, like, when you have to, like, hide it for a little bit, you have to try really, really hard just to hold it in for that little of time. Yeah. Dude, like, I have to, like... This is like this isn't a, like an immaturity thing, but any time that I do something stupid, my reaction is probably worse than what I did. Like I so when I go to a movie theater, if I buy popcorn and they hand me the the popcorn, I pay for it and everything. They'll say enjoy your movie and I will say you too. And I will turn around and then just like, what the shit was that? Like, just close my eyes and just like clench like my whole body and just be like, freaking idiot. <laughs> like, if I didn't turn around, they would <laughs> like, they they would know how, like how freaking stupid I felt just by the look on my face. of just like, mm. I feel everyone's at least done that once. Yeah, but I do it, like, a lot. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of another example of something that I've done. Oh, okay. So, I deliver dumpsters for a living. I hate when I deliver a dumpster and someone says, thank you. <laughs> because they'll be like, hey, thanks. And I'm like, you too. Or I'll, I'll like, say thank you back. And then they'll sit there and be like, for what? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Just thank you for, for being you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't expect you to respond in that way. Yeah. And I think the most embarrassing thing that I've ever done is I will freaking go full karaoke mode in my truck when I'm working. Oh, goodness. And I hate it when people, like, stop and comment. Like, I had some... Oh, I was on uh, University Avenue by BYU. Okay. I was coming home, and I was freaking getting into (laughs) it. (laughs) And you know what? I don't have a man card left, so I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I was getting into, I, I was freaking losing my shit to some Katy Perry, right? Firework. I was, was going to say, it better lit. be firework. Yeah, I was freaking getting lit, and I was like, like, there was like no one on the street, too. This was like mid, like, right when, like, everyone started quarantining themselves from COVID. Yeah. So the streets were damn near empty. So I f- I'm freaking getting into it, right? I don't hear a freaking Jeep of 
very judgmental girls <laughs> pull up next to me, and I le- like I'm like rocking out, turn my head, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just I like turn my radio off. <laughs> I drove home in silence, <laughs> like I finished my trip home in silence. Oh, that's too funny. So yeah, now that that's in the world. <laughs> But yeah, when I work, I freaking get lit. <laughs> like, especially if no one's on the road. Anyway, that was a uh, a side tangent. Dude, it was just side tangent after side tangent. really is. Anyway, thank you guys for answering our question of the week. We really appreciate We really everything. do. Thank you. We love getting distracted by your answers. <laughs> so... Dude, I can't believe I freaking admitted that. I, I can't believe you did. Saying firework. Um, I'm going to show you a video after. I'll, I'll of, of you yeah. singing? No, did you no, record I yourself? Did not, I did not record myself. Damn it. I did one time, and I was so mortified by w- what I listened back to. I, I can't. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I deleted that God, shit. I got to see this for myself someday. Nope. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the breakdown let's, of my spy. Let's do it. Okay, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros score for the movie. And it comes out as a letter grade. We got a percentage too, which we'll talk about. But the seven categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it our own personal grade. Uh, so, with that, let's get into the story, which for this, Rose is going to read us a synopsis of the movie. So if you have not seen it, spoiler alert. Is anyone want to take guesses of how many times I'm going to mess up? My money is on, like, five. <laughs> Damn. Thanks for the faith, bro. All right. JJ is a former U.S. Special Forces soldier newly hired as a CIA operative. However, JJ's lack of subtlety causes him to blow his first major mission, busting an illegal weapons-grade plutonium trade between the Russian Mafia and Hassan, a Middle East terrorist. That is how you pronounce his name. Hassan? Yes. Okay. Have messed up yet. Despite this, his boss David Kim assigns him and tech operator Bobby, who hero worships JJ, to keep an eye on the in-law family of Victor Marquez, a French illegal arms dealer who has obtained construction plans for a miniaturized nuclear bomb which he intends to sell to Hassan. Victor lost these plans to his brother David, who hid them before he was murdered by Victor himself. Kim suspects that the plans may be in the possession of David's American wife, Kate, and their nine-year-old fourth-grade daughter, Sophie, who moved from France back to Wicker Park, Chicago, after David's demise. JJ and Bobby move into the building where Kate and Sophie live and set up their surveillance. However, Sophie soon finds one of their hidden cameras that was disguised as a toy ball, backtracks its its signal, and stumbles upon the operation post. Confronting JJ and Bobby, she blackmails JJ into keeping her company while she tries to fit into an American kid's life and makes some new friends at her school, Oak Tree Charter School. 
Despite JJ's social awkwardness, the two slowly begin to bond, and JJ also becomes acquainted with Kate and her gay neighbors, Carlos and Todd, who is me. Sophie has JJ train her in the basics of the espionage trade and brings him and her mother. However, Kim eventually finds out about JJ's personal involvement with his targets and takes him and Bobby off the mission. JJ reveals his assignment to Kate, who rejects him in disgust. At the same time, Victor discovers and counteracts the CIA surveillance and coerces his lawyer Cole into revealing where David might have hidden the plans. After faking his own death, he travels to Chicago, confronts Kate, JJ, and Sophie, and retrieves the plans. Carlos and Todd burst in and intervene, revealing themselves as independent arms dealers who are also after the plans. Bobby's clumsy attempt to help, result, to help results in Victor escaping with the plans and Sophie as his hot. In her attempt to escape, Sophie accidentally sets the plane in motion, leaving it hanging at the edge of a cliff on some wire fencing. Victor forces Sophie, who has hidden the real plans, to surrender them. Before he can shoot them, Kate, cl Kate clubs him onto, onto the fence and JJ pushes the plane off the cliff, sending Victor to his death. After being reinstated by Kim for his success, JJ has himself permanently assigned to Chicago and moves in. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Alright. There are a couple things. And this is like not really story based. It is just more continuity based. Okay. That I want to discuss. So in the opening scene, JJ is dealing with the Russians arm Russian arms dealer. And he has a real, like, he does a really shitty Russian accent. And the guy calls him out on it. Yeah, who does he, how, what? So he says, he's just like, you're, like, he calls him out, and he's just like, like, you're a freaking, you're fed. Like, what are you, like, FBI, CIA, blah, blah, blah. And he's like. You're, and he's like, are you kidding me with that Russian accent? You sound like Mickey Rourke in Iron Man 2. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> so, with that, Iron Man 2 is a movie. Yes. Within the MCU, where Guardians of the Galaxy is also a movie within the MCU. I think I see where you're going here. So... JJ is a CIA agent that looks exactly This is like this is the continuity that they set up. <laughs> so JJ looks like Dave Batista who plays Drax in the MCU all because they mentioned Iron Man 2. Got to love it when nerves nerds really <laughs> dive in like this. <laughs> Uh, but I freaking love that, dude. I that laughed was my fantastic. ass off. Oh, yeah, I did, too. That was fantastic. Dude, because, like, after he said that, I started listening to his Russian accent, and I'm like, he's not wrong. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he... So good. Um, I really liked, also, how Sophie was able to figure out... Or what's her Is that her name? Yeah, it's Sophie. Okay figure out what was going on with the CIA like figure basically make JJ and oh, what's her name Bobby and Bobby kind of just make them 
And she did it in a very not difficult way. That's true, she didn't. Like, I feel like JJ and Bobby thought that they were way more concealed than they actually were. They're like, no, it, even if she found out what it was, it would take her, like, so long to freaking figure it, figure it out. My question is, how big was the damn lens on the camera? I don't think it was necessarily that. I think she saw the camera. Or maybe she's just like, this is a weird ball. Saw that there was, like, the camera and then, like, yoinked out the camera. And all she did was freaking Google the numbers on the back of the camera. She saw that it was for surveillance. And then found a Wi-Fi signal that she's not familiar with. And followed it to its strongest point. I mean, I never would have thought to do that, so she's a lot smarter than I am. She is a billion times smarter than I am. Because <laughs> I was like super... I was like, I was with Bobby. I'm like, she's not going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, she, her dog's probably going to come near the open door and blah, 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 blah. No, she freaking found him on her own. And I freaking love that. I love how just intuitive she was. Yeah. Um. Another scene I really liked is, like, when he was teaching her to be a spy. I like, loved the. Sorry, I was gonna, it, I loved the whole lie detector thing. The whole like blinking. I know it was in the trailer, but I still laughed pretty hard. That that was still really funny. Oh my gosh, that was great. That and the whole, like, the goldfish, or not the goldfish, the blueberry. Did they actually, t did she tip him over in the movie? Like she did in the trailer? Yep. She, I don't know how I missed that scene. Oh, well, now I gotta go back and rewatch it. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. This is a good movie. It is. Uh, Caleb, I told Caleb, and he uh, completely agreed, we got a pacif pacifier vibes from it uh with vin diesel some major pacifier vibes which is not a bad thing because no. i still really enjoy that movie yeah i think this was a fresh take on it though yeah it was i yeah yeah it, it wasn't anything like i think another one that maybe followed the the pacifier formula a little too closely was the spy next door with jackie chan I've actually never seen that. I It's been a while since I've seen it, but I do remember thinking that this is basically Pacifier. Like, almost to a T. <laughs> but um, was he better than Vin Diesel? Oh, yeah. He was way better. Like, okay. just because he did a better job, but still. <laughs> I mean, he copied. Honestly, I feel the Pacifier is probably my favorite Vin Diesel movie. Not counting Groot. Not counting him voicing Groot. I'm trying to think. That's. that's I don't there. like. I don't like the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm sorry. No, they're, the Fast and Furious movies suck. They're not my thing. Yeah, they're not good. They they just got too unrealistic for me, and I'm just like, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And the whole thing. Uh, I don't got friends. I got family thing has just been dragged on, or like just drilled way too much into the into the movie yeah. it's just like you might as well just say every other sentence yeah right um but yeah this movie it it felt fresh it felt like something we've seen before though at this like 
but it, like a fresh take. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I really liked the the training sequence and ha- like the different challenges he made her do, and oh, yeah, saying like she had ten- yeah that was fantastic. Pointing to an apartment and saying like you have ten minutes to, or and I better see you on one of those balconies. And she just like looks and she's like, you want me to go into a stranger's apartment and get on their balcony? And he's like, you walked into our our apartment. And he's like, she's like, you know what? Fair enough. And she's like, I only need five minutes. And then she's on multiple balconies. And he's just like, just hit the look on his face. Sold it. Yeah, dude. It, it absolutely just did. sold. Like, I'd even be like that. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like. This kid's a monster. Uh, and then the ice skating scene was pretty. Yeah. I mean, eating shit. Mr. Hell yeah. Um, I want to know how accurate this is. Like with how, how they treat new kids. I mean, I was a new kid. I was homeschooled for my first two years of school. And then... I got moved around from school to school forever. So I'm I'm really wondering like how cuz I never sat on a bus. I never had like dealt with a bully per se. Lucky. But well, I I had kids that would like pick on me, but then it wouldn't last very long because I'd freaking bash their face in. <laughs> like have I ever shared like this story of like my my elementary school bully? I don't think you have. Yeah, so I was in 5th grade. And this kid, like, I had a a glove that I would collect rocks in. Like, oh, I had, awesome. like, I had zipper, like a zipper on my glove. And so I would, like, go around and I'd find, like, these cool little rocks. And so I'd, like, put them all in my glove. And it wasn't, like, ones that I collected that day. It was just I had a collection of them from the past couple weeks. Okay. So it was just a bunch of rocks that I had in my glove. So this kid, we were lining up for, because the bell rang, and we were getting ready to go inside. I usually, I like being the last one in line. So I would, like, just kind of hang back, and then after everyone lined up, I'd, I'd jump in the back. And so I did that, but then this freaking douchebag <laughs> came and, like, took his his dodgeball and kept throwing it at the back of my head. Like he, like he was even like further behind me. So I lined up, and then he came and like kept throwing this thing at the back of my head. And I kept turning around and telling him, "I'm like, hey, stop!" And he's just like, "Oh, sorry." And then he kept doing it, and I'm just, you see, you're saying sorry, <laughs> but you're continuing to freaking do this. And so, like, he kept freaking doing it, and I turned around to tell him stop, and he threw it, and it like hit me on the side of the face. And it was cold. It was like in the middle of winter. So that shit hurt. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So he was close enough to me that I grabbed him with one hand and freaking popped him in the freaking face with like as hard as I freaking could. Just like whap. And like he fell, <laughs> cried. And then ran inside in front of everyone. And then I, like, kind of sat there. And I'm like, ow, my hand freaked. And then I, like, looked down because, like, my hand was kind of, like, stinging. Yeah. And I was, like, really shaky because confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I was like shaking and I looked and I was just like, realized that there were rocks in there. And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So I freaking like, I took, actually, I unzipped my glove. I couldn't get all the rocks out. So I just freaking threw my glove. Yeah. So I like took it out through it because I knew I would be able to go outside and grab it at the end of the day or during lunch. (laughs) And yeah, so this kid went freaking told on me for punching him in the face. How much trouble did trouble did you get in? I got suspended for a couple days. Although your mom was not happy about that. Yeah, but I also told my mom what a dick he was being. Okay. So she kind of understood. <laughs> but okay. she also told me, like, you can't punch people. <laughs> and I'm like, I told him to stop. <laughs> it's true. I gave him multiple warnings. <laughs> Dumbass just didn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was one of my, uh, one of the, like, six fights I got in, in school. I never got into fights, even with, um, I mean, I never had any bullies out here in Utah, thank goodness, but, uh, in California, there was a little girl, uh, that, uh, loved to stab, uh, lead pencils into my arm. What a bitch. I know, right? (laughs) That was so much fun. I mean, it honestly got so bad that uh, we had a principal meeting. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, I had one of those two with that kid. <laughs> Dude, but his face was jacked. Like oh, I he bet. was like his nose was bleeding, so he had like that dried blood kind of oh, down his mouth. Gross. And like he was trying to like wash it off. So it was like his like the bottom part of his mouth was just all red. It was crazy yeah and i i told the principal like like because the principal wanted to talk to him alone cool he was the one that reported me he wanted she wanted to talk to me alone and then she wanted to talk to us and our parents together so when she called me in to talk to me by myself she's just like okay what happened i explained to her the situation and she's like, so, and like, kind of like, I, I see that she was trying to be diplomatic and be like, do you really think that that was the best course of action? And I'm like, I warned him. Like, <laughs> I gave him the proper heads up. He chose not to listen. <laughs> and, and then I did what, like, my, uh, we had like a teacher that was trying to, like, my teacher at the time, or the year before, actually, like, her whole thing was trying to teach us actions have consequences. Okay. Like, that was her whole thing. Like, yeah. y- your actions have consequences. So, and she, that like, that was her whole saying. And <laughs> I remember going to the principal's op- office or and telling her, like, I gave the guy the, I gave him the appropriate amount of time to stop. Like, it was not my first thing. I told him to stop multiple times. I told him, do it again. You're not going to like it. (laughs) He did it again. He didn't like it. His actions have consequences. (laughs) And she, like, she couldn't argue with me. I was right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you got a good point. (laughs) But it makes me think of that video of the kid that's, like, just screaming. Like, really high pitches, like, when will you learn that your actions have consequences? 
Oh yeah, the kid ranting about Sonic or some shit. Yeah, like something that. like yeah. that. <laughs> it's either Sonic or Mario. I can't remember. Yeah, but I—I I mean, I was basically that kid. Like I was super. Like she was super chill with me. I was super chill with her. And then she suspended me for two days, and I'm like, oh. Anyway, another side tangent. Oh. Um, getting back to the movie. Um, gosh, what what was I trying to? Was there a point? Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> uh, like bullying in uh, like this day and age for that's kids. right, that's right, that's right. Um, I want to know, like, I couldn't get a read. Like, were those kids trying to, like, were the girls on the bus trying to pick on her? I I don't like honest. I don't know about you, but if a girl literally moved uh, from Paris to uh, the United States, um, I'm gonna want to be friends with her. I want to hear about those stories. Yeah, that's freaking dope. Right? But she had jelly on her face, and you decided to take a picture of it for Instagram? Yeah, like, like, like I think, like, it was just, like, a little piece, like, right here in the corner. Yeah, like, barely. Yeah. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> but, I mean, that could also just be them... I don't know, I feel that's just, like, how movies are. They, like, to vamp up, like, how people actually are. So... Yeah, but I don't know if I've... I mean, maybe I just may be sheltered, but I don't think I've ever met anyone that's like that. I haven't that's either. That's taken a picture of me like, oh, I'm going to post this. No, I haven't either. But, I mean, when we were growing up, there was that, barely. True. I'm trying to think back in, like, because I'm assuming she's in elementary school. Yeah, I think it said she's fourth grade. Yeah. Um, I don't remember anyone being like that. I remember, like, the, the popular girls were a little, like, off-putting. And, like, super bitchy. But I don't remember them being, like, that bad. I mean, but... Like, I, I, I remember them being, like, stuck up. I mean... But they wouldn't, like, judge... I mean, I'm not trying to uh, sound, like... I'm not going to say diplomatic, but this is Utah. It could be uh, be different in other states. Like, I know it's way different in California. Yeah, I mean, the the most judgment I've ever gotten from someone, from, a like, a, a girl, was in elementary school when I was hanging upside down on, like, one of those things you climb on. I was hanging on that, and my shirt fell up. So, you, like, you oh. see my stomach. And she, like, made a comment about my modesty. <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> okay you were to put my consciousness in like my younger self shit would just go really wrong <laughs> <laughs> like i i would get called in the principal's office for so much <laughs> it's like yeah your kid called my daughter an ornery bitch <laughs> considering honestly like nowadays i feel like i actually have a backbone and back growing up i did not i didn't either yeah so honestly like uh, like i said i never got into any fights throughout school i think i might have gotten to into a yeah i never got into fights unless like like for example that kid where yeah. he freaking deserved it he really did and like the other only other fights i got in were someone that ended up being my like best friend throughout elementary school and it was, like, all a misunderstanding, too. Like. <sighs> Explain. Like, he, so, he, <laughs> it was, like, it, I, I seem to get in fights in, in the winter. 
but he was like pushing me and I was getting like it was getting on my nerves and like I was just having a really bad day which people have um but I rem- Caleb <laughs> like I told him I'm like hey just knock it off and he's like okay and he he got it but later like he was playing a game and he was trying to catch a football that someone threw and I didn't see the football but I he ran into me like really hard and it like knocked me over. Oh shit. Then I was like face down in the snow and I got freaking like pissed. So I freaking tackled him. And so he was fighting back and we ended up like beating the living shit out of each other. Like we both had bloody noses at the end of it. Like it was bad. Damn. And, we were, like, and we weren't even like particularly good friends at that point. Like I knew of him. Like I, he was okay. And then it, that just pissed me off. And, I, like, so when I got knocked over, I'm just like, F it, someone's about to catch these hands. <laughs> and so I, like, freaking tackled him, and then, like, we started, like, punching each other. And so that happened, and then, like, I, pu- like, I pushed him over. Like, it, it's not, like, there was, like, intervals. <laughs> so I went and, like, pushed him over. He fell. And then I was, like, trying to, like, get myself together, like, cleaning off snow. And then he came, pushed me. And then I, like, ran into, like, the soccer post. Like, not, like, face first. Oh, I was going to say, like, damn. I, I, like, hit my body and then, like, fell and I, like, kind of winded. So I'm like. <gasps> and so he's just like, yeah, stay down. And then I got up and I'm like, freaking F it. And so I, like, went bushwhacked him. And it was just kind of, like, back and forth. Like, he would do something, it'd be a, a little bit. I'd do something, it'd be a little bit. And then it got to the point where we were just, like, throwing fists at each other. And yeah, Damn, dude. Yeah, that was, like, the last fight I ever got into. <laughs> and, and, and he was your best friend in elementary? After. <laughs> oh, after. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah, after the fact. Because we, like, we were beat, like... We were beating each other, dude. Like, it was freaking hardcore shit. Like, but we were, like, beating each other, like, hard. Like, I was, like, he was punching me in the face. I was punching him in the face. Punching him in, like, the freaking kidneys. And then we both got, like, super tired. And so, like, I sat down. And then he came and sat down. And it's cold. So you're, like, snotty. And so, like, he was bleeding. And it looked like a freaking candy cane. Like, boogers and blood. And so I, like, made a comment about that, and we just started laughing, and then after that, we were friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you still have, are you still in contact with him to the day? Uh, Every once in a while. Oh. I mean, not, like, I think the last time I talked to him was sometime when Brielle, oh, when Brielle announced she was pregnant. That's pretty cool, though, so. Yeah, but before that, the last time I talked to him was, like, junior high <laughs> oh shit. hey man dude i'm 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 in a concert um anyway <laughs> back to this review we're gonna get this movie reviewed we promise <laughs> at some point um yeah i i so like we said it's it feels a little bit like the pacifier but it has enough like it has some like movie references like I think one of the movie references they oh was uh Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which part? Remember with the the plane 
It's that plane scene where the dude freaking gets chopped up by mm, the okay. propeller. No, I do remember that. Yeah, so like shit like that. And yeah, it's like I <laughs> I was actually like thinking of that before. I'm like, this feels like this is Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then Bobby made the comment and I'm like, oh. Like well like just because you called it out doesn't make it right. <laughs> um anyway, but I felt like the story flowed really well. There was some slow parts, I feel. Yeah, that's true. There were. I feel like the the training montage kind of went on a little. Okay, that's fair. Like, yeah, like that went on a little bit long. Um, some of the scenes with the uh, the neighbors went on a little long. Y- yeah. Okay. But it wasn't unwatchable. But it wasn't no. like perfect either. Yeah. I'm like. Not quite that low. Okay. Maybe like high seventies, low eight. I can do that. Like, do, is that where you're at? I'm at like a seventy-eight. I can give you seventy-eight for okay. sure. All right. Next up, we got writing. This was really good. Yeah, this this was pretty solid, especially for uh, the kid Sophie. Yeah, hers was really solid. Hers was really good. Um, issues I had. Um, I think most of it was with villain with the uh the okay. uncle i felt his lines were kind of s- not well written yeah is either that or he just wasn't performing them very well i don't know honestly like the whole villain shit like i don't know the ending just like it didn't come out of nowhere but it came out of nowhere it did, okay like you knew it was coming but it still was just like wait what and like everything is just happening so fast you're like okay Give me a minute to breathe. Now go. Yeah. Like, okay, honestly, I feel like a better ending for this, instead of uh, Sophie getting kidnapped by the damn, by her damn uncle, would have been the neighbors, like, like watching, if they finally figured out what, like, where the, the plans were. Okay. Like, you still could have had JJ and Bobby sent over to watch Sophie and her mom. You still could have had all of that. You would have just had someone that you're just like, whoa! Like, you could, like that twist ending. Like, you're tra- like, they're trying to find the plans. Like, that's why they're doing the surveillance. So they're just like, alright, let's see if they know anything. They, like, while we search for, like, maybe they got a lead from one of the Russians that they were making a deal with. They got a lead on the where, where the plans might be. They think, oh, the plans could also be with this person's family. So go watch them, survey them, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, I like that. That's and then you could have had like, the neighbors being like, oh, we found the plans, and all this other shit. Yeah. And then you could have had, like, the same freaking ending where they get the plans, take Sophie, and go on their merry way. And then you still could have had this exact same ending with them, like, running off with her, getting in the plane, whatever. It's just the uncle thing was odd. Yeah, that, that was... And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but on I feel... It's just kind of just stupid. 
Uh, it seemed like the only uh, reason that he went to grab her and kidnap her is because she lunged away from her mom and went to grab the dog. Yeah, like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. That you're just, they're just going to let you take the girl? Like, come on, idiot. Yeah, right? Take the plans and scoot. Seriously. <laughs> but kudos to whoever decided to um, put the uh, flash drive in the dog's uh, collar. So that was Sophie's dad. That was Sophie's dad. Yeah. That's actually pretty smart. That is pretty smart. Like, kudos to him. Um. So, yeah, the, the, the shit with the uncle was a little rough. Like, that whole side story i feel like you could have done a lot better stuff like any like the scene where you see him catching the the female cia agent and faking his own death you could have cut that out you really that felt so pointless it did so stupid like the only point to that was to say oh Case like, closed. Yeah, which it's not. You still don't know where the plans are. Yeah. Like, it, the main focus should have been uh, getting the plans. That should have been the, the sole focus. But it was more, like, let's... And, yeah, you could have had a lot of this. Just cut out the freaking uncle. I might have talked myself down. <laughs> I, think, I, I think you did. Yeah, I... Because of how bad the uncle's writing was, how, and he was such a big part to the ending when he didn't need to be. You could have written around him, kind of, like, you could have given Ken Jeong a little bit more to do. Seriously, You could have given all these other people a little bit more to do. Make it, the whole thing, the point of his getting shot over to surveillance JJ's was so he would learn some tact yeah which it didn't seem like he learned I don't think he did so it would have made more sense for someone else to get sent to a mission that is high in action and low in tact and then they're like to make you the best CIA agent you need to be a little bit more tactful we're going to send you on the surveillance mission don't F it up. <laughs> and, like, I felt like that would have been a lot better motivation. Being like, you jacked up this mission, we're sending you here as punishment. Yeah. So, I was, okay, so, initially, I was a little higher than story. <laughs> I'm actually lower now. I'm at, like, a 72. Yeah. That's fair. That is way fair all right next up we got acting uh so i think we're just going to grade dave batista and the girl the girl oh, gosh shit. sophie yeah i've uh, the actress's name though that is an excellent question <laughs> her name is sir really she's not in the top billing are you what kind of bullshit is that that is... Chloe oh. Coleman. Okay. Still a bullshit. Yeah, what kind of horse shit is that? Alright. So yeah, we're going to grade Dave Batista and Chloe Coleman. 
Oh, we're also going to do uh, Bobby, played by Christian Kristen Schall. Um, so let's start off with Bobby, played by Christian Schall, who most people would know as the voice of Louise on Bob's Burgers. Um, she also plays Trixie, the dinosaur, in Toy Story 3 and 4. Yep. Uh, excellent question that lets me click on her she was in Gravity Falls wasn't she the sister oh yeah she was yeah she played Mabel she's mostly known for voice work makes sense yeah she does have a very recognizable voice she does and yeah she's great um she was really good. She was honestly, she was my favorite movie. She, mine too. Definitely mine too. I, I don't think she's quite in the nineties though. That's fair. Um, there was some line delivery that was a little bit janky. Um, which sucks because I don't think it was her fault. No, it was, it was the writing. Yeah, yeah it wasn't her. fault. I don't know, like, the whole, um, her considering JJ her hero and stuff like that, I don't know, that's just kind of... A little bit, yeah. Like, I feel, I think they did a decent job at establishing that. But then they really didn't take it anywhere? Yeah, like, it, it should have been more of her, like, geeking out, I, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. But... Win some, lose some. Yeah, that's not really her fault, because she's a really good actress. Yeah, it's it's not. But grading this movie, it's or her in this movie itself, I want to give her... I can give you that. Yeah? I squeaked there. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, that's that's about... That's fair. Yeah. I'd agree. That's that's definitely fair for her. Alright, next up we got... What was her name? Chloe Coleman? I think so. Yeah. Shit, shit. Gosh, damn it, Rose. I'm sorry. She's right there. <laughs> yeah, Chloe Coleman. Yeah, so Chloe Coleman, who hasn't been in a lot of stuff. Literally her first big movie. Yeah. But she did a really good job, so it's okay. Yeah, she did a really good job. Yeah, for this being her first big performance i think she did a really solid job i agree um like honestly um have you ever seen the game plan game plan is that with the rock yeah and yes so to me she was uh on uh, the level of madison pettis who played the little girl Ooh. and i thought she was fantastic in that movie is she higher than christian shawl though no for her uh personally i'm at like an 80 an 80 yeah Thinking lower. No, I'm not thinking lower. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give her some props. I I'm I'll give her I'm gonna give her an eighty two, with this being her first performance. Okay. So we'll just meet in the middle of eighty one. Perfect. <laughs> making me feel give like, her, making give me her sound that like a little... dick. No, it, I'm just it's kidding. you're I'm you're kidding. not wrong. <laughs> this like I said, this being her big her first big performance. I think she deserves those bonus points. That's fair. Which, I mean, ended up only being like bonus point, but whatever. All thanks to Rose, because I suck. (laughs) 
No, like I, if I'm if she was in something else, like in one other movie that was like a big movie and good, I would have put her down at eighty two. All right. Eight comma two. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do you want to clarify that? <laughs> yeah, I, I hate, I hate that. I hate when I do that. All right, next up we got Dave Batista, and he was, he was he's the lowest. Yeah, he I'm wasn't. Sorry. Okay, we'll give him this. He wasn't the worst part. No, out of these three, he was though. Yeah, sorry, Dave. Yeah, we love you as Drax. Yeah. <laughs> You sit in that. Ah, uh, I'm at a seventy. A seventy? Yeah. That's fair. I I can't argue it. That that I have been on a bit of a Dave Batista kick. I actually watched Stuber after right after watching My Spy, <laughs> and he did a much better job in that. Yeah, I gotta this. watch that then. Yeah. So averaging those grades out, that comes to a seventy nine. Not bad. Alright, next up we got character development. With JJ. JJ. Yeah. So, when JJ started out, he was kind of a... a, Kind of a rogue agent, more or less. Yeah. Wasn't very tactful, wasn't very subtle in anything that he did. But he was a complete and utter badass. He was sent on this intelligence mission... Which he, it wasn't really his fault that he messed it up. But he was kind of able to soften himself up a little bit. I'm not saying that this was good, because I felt that there was a lot of things that they're just like, they threw in your face and they're like, depth. <laughs> and it's not. That's not how it freaking yeah. works. I mean, I, don't, I, I did like the character development of watching him kind of um expand, uh, his horizons. Uh, I liked watching him open up because he definitely kept to himself uh, a lot at the beginning. Yeah, like always saying that he he works alone. Yeah, and, and all that. Like he lives alone. Like his his only pet is a goldfish, or and not f- even a goldfish. It's like a blue blue something. Yeah, and the fact that he pays a kid to take care of him during the day is like okay. I, I get a dog or a cat. I've never seen someone having to fish sit. Yeah. And I don't like what messed me up really bad with his like the arc that he was supposed to take. You assume that he was like when he's talking to Sophie. He, like, she's starting, like, kind of doing a uh, a character analysis of him. Saying that he seems like the type of person that was, like, a special ops and he lost his unit or he lost his crew. Which ended up being true. Uh, yeah. But it was true. played off as a joke. Yeah. So I didn't take it seriously. No, I didn't either. And, like, he didn't, like, and when he was, or when Sophie put that out there, there was, like, zero reaction. I think he even denied it, if I'm not mistaken. Not, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And, like, it ended up that he was had a fiancé that left him because he took too much of a risk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Lost his unit. So, you, he never deals with that. Yeah, it's it's definitely just pushed to the burner. Yeah, and it's... 
like he deals with it when he's or he just he brings it up a little bit, kind of, when he's talking to Sophie's mom, but barely. Yeah. And he's supposed to have this like I don't know, like JJ at the like the early stages of the relationship he had with Sophie, and JJ at the end, it felt exactly the same. It really did. Yeah, I can't argue with you there. Yeah, it. it he enjoyed being around Sophie from yeah. the get-go. Like, after he, like, got manipulated. Like, yeah, he didn't like getting manipulated, but he liked Sophie. Yeah. And same shit at the end. It's just, there wasn't a lot of depth to his character. There wasn't, like, a, a big old arc that he could. It's true. It's very so unfortunately, the character development's really low. How low? Mid sixties. Yeah, that's. Yeah, really good. I was actually I was thinking sixty-four being nice, but sixty, which sucks, because this movie's super enjoyable. It is, and I hate doing this to it. <laughs> All right, next up we got effects. And the effects weren't bad. They weren't. The explosions looked really good. Yeah. Uh, the gunshots looked really good. Um, this wasn't supposed to... This is a... What is this? PG? For what? They cursed quite a bit, actually. Did they? Yeah. I heard shit, bitch, and ass uh, at least uh, four or five times in the movie. Okay. Yeah, dude, you can Maybe can't... it's just not like... I don't know when I heard like the second shit, or when um, when uh, Dave Bautista said, "I'm really good at kicking ass." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, this movie's got to be rated PG-13." You okay. can't you can't say ass in PG. I don't think you can say any bad word. That must be true. Well, wait in Shrek. Shrek does say, "I have to save my ass." Yeah, but he's referring to, to his donkey. Yeah, that's true. He's referring. <laughs> to, yeah, okay. So they get a pass Loopholes. there. Yeah, they get a pass there. So yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, for PG-13... Okay, if you would have taken out the cuss words, this could have easily been PG. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it wasn't I'm graphic kind of at all. that they added them in. Yeah, it wasn't graphic at all. I think the most graphic thing they had was Ken Jeong's showing the the head flying. Yeah, that was it. And that was played for laughs. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that... I mean, okay, other than that one thing, everything else looked really good. Explosions looked good. Gunshots looked good. Um, all the action sequences looked amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Where are you at? Um, I'd say a solid 80. Solid 80? All right. Next up, we got music. Any? Uh, I'm just kidding. There... I know I'm kidding. Yeah. So when it came to like musical scores and anything, I think that that was all pretty basic. Yeah. When it came to music itself, um, they had some Cardi B songs, which oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Cardi B. I'm but not either. In the context of the, sh- it fit pretty well. It did. Yeah. It almost makes me feel uncomfortable. Kind of makes me feel like Drax could have helped Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, um, 
other than that, nothing really stood out. So I, I, I'm like at a seven. I can give you seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, we got costumes. I mean, Sophie looked as she looked yeah. like a fourth grader. Yeah, she looked like a fourth grader. <laughs> um. Yeah, Sophie looked really good. Um, she didn't really have any clothes that were too extravagant. She, like you said, she feels like a fourth grader. Dave Batista looked really good. Um, I think the only costume issue I had was on the date. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's, I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I mean, the costumes weren't perfect by any means, but they're fair. Yeah, they were. Don't give that one a 7, too? Yeah, yeah, I'd give the... Alright, next we got our own personal score. So where are you at? Um, overall, I thought Dave Bautista was he was good. I I overall liked what he did. Little girl that played Sophie, she was great. I don't know, it, it's a good, fun family film. Uh, maybe like know. older family. There we go. So maybe if like y- your youngest is 10. Okay, yeah, there we go. Uh, I never really felt... Bl- it did. It really did. Mm. Um, and that's just the kind of a testament to the pacing of the movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, overall, I'd give it a 75. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually about 75 as well. Um, yeah, I thought it, it was good. It... Yeah, the flow was really good. I feel like they could have worked a little bit harder on the story. Maybe yeah. made it a little a little bit more simple. Um, maybe taking out the whole uncle arc altogether. Yeah, seriously though. Thrown in some other bullshit. Like, okay, here's something you could have done and still kept the whole blowing shit up thing you could have had the other agent following a lead onto where these plans might possibly be you could have had jj be sent to watch the family because they either needed protection or they might be involved with where the plans are and then what ended up getting blown up or what facility got blown up is where they thought the plans were and then it's just like, okay, well, this is where the plans were. We're calling you back, and then you still could have... Okay, I like that. Okay. And that removes the uncle completely. Which is exactly what you want. Yeah, and then... That's, a, like, no joke. That's removing the uncle freaking completely. And then instead of the uncle kidnapping Sophie, it's the the neighbors. There we go. What are they? I forgot their names. Uh, I know that one dude's name is Todd. Yeah, he's the silent one, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, Carlos. Carlos and Todd. Carlos and Todd. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a good movie. It, it was. It's, it really it's was. definitely worth the watch. Um, it's definitely more rewatchable than some of the other films that we've graded. Um, but, so, putting in our 75 personal grade 
The final score for My Spy is a C. Not bad. And it is a firm C. Like, let me see what... Yeah, so our cutoff for a C is 73, and C plus is 76. So, yeah, so it's sitting at a 75.8%. Okay. Uh, So it is one point higher than Scoob. So these are all our C movies that I'm going to be talking about. It is like 0.5. Yeah, it is 0.5 points higher than the rise of skywalker blasphemy uh it's a little bit lower than the adams family or nope it's a little bit higher than the adams family do you agree with that i do i think this is a little bit more rewatchable than the adams family okay but i think i might have enjoyed it about the same that's fair okay um, it is one point higher than Unfriended. Fair. And it is two points higher than Power Rangers. I can't say anything because I. <laughs> well, we'll look in. We'll look at them after, but okay. I still agree <laughs> with I'm, that. I enjoy Power Rangers more, but that's just me. Which makes sense because our personal grade for Power Rangers is higher. Okay. Yeah. So, our personal grade is higher. It's just our overall grade is lower. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta love that. Hell yeah. Well, if... uh, That concludes this breakdown. Uh, If you liked what you heard... Uh, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever the hell you can find us. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube, as well as some Bodhi, bonus blah, 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 some Bodhi episodes, some Bodhi episodes, some bonus videos that we're going to make. Um, be sure to follow us on social media as well. Um, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash thealbros, Twitter and Instagram at thealbros. Uh, hit us up if you want to recommend an episode or if you have an episode idea want to answer our question of the week um, or if you want to join us we'd love to have you on Uh, you can also go to our website which is tinyurl.com slash thealbros you can email us at channel at gmail.com go check out our merch store which is on our website which is tpublic.com slash user slash channel. Where you can find some killer merch. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Um, so next week we are going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, we are going to be doing our first ever rapid fire breakdown episode. Um, so what we are going to do. We introduced our grading system. A, kind of late into the the show episode 30 episode 40 area um whatever episode aquaman was well aquaman was kind of our first test because aquaman yeah, got screwed. screwed up 
Yeah. So true. the first episode that we did this on was the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which I don't That's remember. What it was. Yeah, I don't remember what episode number that was. Um, so we had a number of movies before that that have not gotten an official All Bros score. Uh, so we are going to be spending this next week grading each of those. And yeah, and then we're going to basically just tell you the scores for all of them. Uh, so we'll get a list out and kind of let you know. Uh, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. This is so long. Not bad. I'm back. <laughs>